Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And yes, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Dion from Dion Talk with us this morning. How are you doing, sir? Howdy, Mike. Thanks for reaching out. I like it when you reach out a little earlier in the week before the three amigos. It's kind of like a yeah. next to the Thursday for me. Oh, there you go. I appreciate it. I, lo I love speaking with you. So one of the things that I did, because I know you are a huge giver and an active participation on Bigger Pockets, is I just pulled up the app on my phone. Yes, I do have the app. I don't use it very often. But I went to the forums and I found a topic that I thought you and I could talk about. You ready for it? Sure. So the question or comment was negatives to buy and hold rentals. I'm going to turn that into why buy and hold rentals suck. So um, let's just use that tagline and really try to dig into what people might be thinking about and why someone might think that. I have a list of reasons why buy and hold sucks. All right, let's do it. Okay. First, it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. You just reach financial freedom. It takes time. It's not flashy. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> thousands of people tried the Burr strategy and, and thousands have tried the flipping strategy. And, and I mean, the number is probably way bigger than thousands. Oh, yeah. We hear from the ones who pulled it off. <laughs> yeah. Right. We don't we don't often hear from the people who yeah, I'm just backing out of real estate. I lost everything. I'm going to go do something else now. I'm going back to my job. Mm -hmm. They don't make a YouTube channel. They don't get on the forums and say, here's my unsuccess. Mm -hmm. we do point out our challenges so buy and hold sucks because the people that we are hearing from in the bigger pockets forums often are the ones who did 15 flips last year and lost money on one but 14 made up for it and so they're they're doing great but they've been investing yeah. for 10 years and they're saying anybody who doesn't do flipping is doing it wrong because look how much money i made <laughs> and if you people that have used the burn method when they're talking to me, they keep telling me that I've, I'm making a mistake because I'm not pulling all my money back. I'm leaving money in a property. Why am I doing that? It's, it's really boring to have to save up the next down payment and buy the next property. So th that's the negative is it takes time. One of the statements that a really smart person I know says is it's not get rich quick. Uh, it's yeah. get wealthy for sure. Yes. Well, if you've heard of Michael Zuber, but yeah, that I've guy. Got a bunch of quotes from him. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that guy. Um, and so when you're in the forums where people are trying to look for validation that yeah. what they're doing is the right way because it worked for them and they want other people to do it. Yes. If it worked for them, but if, if it's that extra risk, if it's that extra creativity, one of the things that's really important with one rental at a time is your first book right off the MLS traditional lending, get to four and your life changes. Not you need 8,000 units to yeah. make your Cardone to even try. And if it doesn't have 16 units, don't talk to me about the property. And yeah. So I, I, uh, I call the bigger pockets forum, the rabbit hole, because mm. there are, there are hundreds of thousands of comments that have good answers. Right. And there's, there's a mountain of information in there, but know your source. Yeah. The, the, the person who's sharing, here's why buy and hold is no good, especially you're not getting all of the tax benefits from the 1031. One of the best benefits to real estate mm -hmm. is you get to delay those taxes. Amen. But different goals. One, one thing I say on my channel often is, is Michael Zuber and Matt, the lumberjack landlord have built machines, rental portfolios that are generating rental portfolios. Yes. My goal was to make work optional. So if we compare 
what you guys have pulled off versus what I'm doing. I look like I'm in kindergarten and you guys are in graduate school, but we have different goals. Yes. <clears throat> so for the average person starting out, if their goal is to have hundreds of units and do it as quick as possible, the Burr method looks the most attractive and has the biggest amount of risks when you're first starting out. Yeah, it's it's full of yeah. I um, I've never I've been doing this a long time, so I've seen other strategies come and go, and you always hear from the folks that it's it's it seems like people want action. They feel like if they're not doing something, they're not moving forward. And buy and hold, like you said, right out of the gate, is it's slow, right? It's boring. Um, my life's exciting enough. I don't need extra stress. And I already know what it feels like to lose over 150 grand. I don't want to do that again. So, you know, Burr was not some, Burr something I did, but only after 12 years. And when I did it, it wasn't even called Burr. So it's crazy. There, there's a YouTube channel that I don't know if you're familiar with, Chris Crum. Oh, yeah. I know Chris. Okay. So. I really like his strategy because it's a mix of buy and hold and flipping. Hmm. So he buys the property. He wants to keep them for about seven years. And at the seven year mark, you want to try to do a, what do they call it? Um, lease to own. So the oh, okay. tenant takes it over mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you get a higher payment than rent. And, but the tenant's responsible for all of the problems with the property and you're putting them on the property ladder. Yeah. Makes sense. So he, he has a buy and hold with an exit strategy. So it's kind of a blend of the two. Yeah. Um, I still like boring. To me, boring is sexy. To, to me, buy and hold forever is more attractive than getting out in seven years. And he has justifications where that's yeah. your big CapEx expenses are coming in, down the road. And, and this is your best time to get out. You're, you're on the bell curve of, of gains. That's, that's mm -hmm. the right time. But I've known a lot of investors and some have a Norris drive where they go, I'm glad I got out of that because it generated these three other ones. But most investors go, I wish I never sold that. Pro I wish I all wish. those flips I did. I wish I kept some because yeah, that's what generates actual wealth. Yeah. Um, I, I did a, a live stream last night where I was talking about what a rental paid me in a year. Hmm. And the cash flow was about $23,000, but we had 19% appreciation and we had principal pay down. So the actual gain to a, a number I don't really usually track, but I was making a video uh, to net worth from that one property was $131,000. So, <laughs> that was my reaction too. I actually stopped in the middle of the video and I said, gee, I need to buy some more properties. That's amazing. <laughs> so over time, buy and hold, while it starts out slow yeah. and it's boring, that those gains, and, when you're, and we don't always have appreciation of 19%, no. but we do have appreciation over a long enough timeline of around 5% consistently. Mm -hmm. That's attractive to me. That doesn't suck. Yeah. And again, you had the number two, uh, most watched was a podcast, I guess, on Bigger Pockets, only behind Robert Kiyosaki. So I'm not even going to count that. You were the number one show last year. And it's because boring, lazy systems. I love your story, right? Your goal never waver, make work optional. That's a great goal. That's an awesome goal. And it's done with buy and hold. It's buy and hold. It's, it's like I said, it's boring. It's slow. It's consistent. Uh, every now and then I'll go back and I'll watch my first interview on your channel. But, you know, before we actually kind of knew each other, the exact same verbiage is what I'm using in my videos now. Because it, it, buy and hold, once you get the systems down, there isn't a whole bunch of new information to learn. 
This is what my cash flow is. This is the areas I search in. These are the criteria that I look for. Rinse and repeat. And yeah, the income snowball kicks in and it starts to go a lot faster after year six or so. And then it's kind of hard to keep up with when you're trying to do it the boring way yeah. or the lazy way. But, yeah. Uh, so what I would tell people is buy and hold doesn't suck. Buy and hold only sucks if somebody's if, if you're addicted to action, if you want to feel like you're moving, if your life is that unexciting, okay, great. But you can also go to Vegas and gamble on red or black. I mean, if you want to, it's, that's, that's not what I was up for, right? I had a crazy full-time job of a, 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 a raising a daughter, married, and I just wanted a better future. I, I wasn't even clear about making work optional. I just wanted a better future. I was like, damn it. I don't want to be broke like my parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles. I need to have something. So yeah, it's crazy. One of the motivations for some people <clears throat> talking about why, why buy and hold sucks is there are investing strategies where the number of investors trying to get into that asset class directly correlates to how much money you're going to make. If you watch anybody who's very excited about crypto, mm. the value of the coin is based on how many people want it because yeah. it's not backed by anything at all. There's no asset behind it and it can drop to zero. So if you can tell people, here are the benefits to crypto and you can get a generation into crypto, coins will go up. And everybody can look back at the last couple of years and say, here's what Bitcoin did. Here's what here, you want to find the next Shibu Inu, Inu or whatever that coin was. Or, and then we have a week where you have a 50% drop in crypto mm -hmm. in, in Bitcoin in that one coin. And so other people will say, well, you're not investing in coins. You want to invest in the, the blockchain technology. Yeah, now yeah, it's about the mining. technology. Yeah. Right. So they, they, they back it up with, I want to invest in the technology while well, you're, you're talking about the coins though. Yeah. And, and the hindsight is 2020, but nobody knows in five years which coins are going to be the ones. Because I think at some point in the future, hmm. but not today, hmm. crypto could replace the dollar. It's entirely possible. But which coin will it be? Which, which government or huge mega company is going to be the one who creates it? No one knows now. So when it comes to things like, I want the excitement of action, I think it makes total sense as you grow a portfolio to take a percentage maybe 1% to 5% of that portfolio and actually gamble, put it into, you know, individual stocks or crypto. And, you know, but for real diversification, I think it takes index funds, mm -hmm. growing a business, having buy and hold rental properties where you have consistent expected, you know, with confidence, you can expect a certain amount of cash flow, but then take that small amount for that dopamine fix that we need when you, when you just have to have that gambling. Yeah. So again, folks, I, you know, I was only on bigger pockets for about 10 minutes. It's very clear that there is a skew towards action, towards excitement. I think you're right. Burr, Burr can work. It can be amazing. I would tell you Burr works a lot better in an up market. It doesn't work very good in a flat market. Those are, people don't get the appraisal on the exit. It's so risky uh, because it's a, a refi, not a purchase appraisal. So lots, lots of stuff to watch there. Again, if you want boring, if you want to get rich for sure versus get switch, quick, buy and hold is great. Um, it takes time. It's slow. The first three years, four years, really, really slow before the income snowball kicks in. But uh, I wouldn't be here today without it. So. No, nope, I, I would still have to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would suck, right? Yeah, that I mean, would suck. Work, work optional is, is a wonderful feeling. So, Dion, thank you for this. Thank you for doing all you do. Thank you for being an amazing part of my channel and Bigger Pockets. How can people find you? Well, to get more boring, 
and sexy information <laughs> right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. I do my live streams Tuesday afternoons, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard, and I go as long as the questions keep coming in. Yeah, I can't believe it. Going past an hour actually hurts my throat. So the fact that you and Matt go two, three, four hours is amazing. <clears throat> I have a, a glass of vodka here. I mean, water here. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the throat's smooth. You are awesome. Thanks, Dion.